0: of life. There are five states of being, five practices, five experiences, many ways to look at what these five things are, but it's something I've spent a lot of time on in the last few weeks with clients and students, and in my own uh, thoughtful reflection about how these five things are essential and really a foundation for experiencing happiness and health, for experiencing wealth and abundance, for experiencing the creative flow of life as a human being. One of the things I like to promote and and educate on and be involved with is helping people tap into and experience their creativity as a human being, okay? And these five things nurture that as well as these other things, happiness, health, and wealth, and um, flow, okay? So at the outset, I think it's important to mention really as a frame that is a theme here in the podcast, music meditation is an experience and practice that can supercharge anything you are doing, okay, anything you want to develop or create, dialing in music and meditation as part of the embodying experience or experience of bringing it into your whole being, something I like to call embeement, is such an empowering thing. You know, the power of music, the mind. Right when we start to link up these two things, meditation is that word that really helps to frame it all up. Now again, as you know, I like to develop the power of language in being able to articulate things that help us understand it in a more deep way and then experience, practice it in a deeper way. But also, I like to be detached from language when um, when it doesn't serve that purpose, right? And that can be a very individual thing. So for example, If meditation is not the word that you vibe with, then you can use another one. Maybe it's reflection. Maybe it's contemplation. Maybe it's turning in. Maybe it's uh, reaching out with your consciousness and mind. It could be anything. So at that level, it's really a kind of language game that we're using. So it has these two aspects. Yes, there's a deep power in developing uh, articulate language to hone in on exactly what we want to do, develop, create, be, experience, right? But it's also language itself is an abstraction from the thing we are talking about, right? From that entity or dynamic or reality that we want to embody or experience. So that's that's something I like to remind us of sometimes. So what are these five things, okay? These five things are, I'm going to just lay them out here at the beginning and then spend just a uh, short time on each one, okay? These are the five things that I've been spending time on recently um, that are the foundation, I believe in large part, to experiencing wellness, well-being and vitality, happiness, wealth and abundance, the ability to see clearly have perspective to understand how to move toward your goal and vision and create it okay so these are the five things number one self-awareness number two non reactivity number three zero expectations of others number four thankfulness and gratitude number five forgiveness. All right, these are the five things that, as of late, with uh, clients and students and in meetings with people from lots of different cultures and countries have been central. These five things have really framed up with an incredible amount of power and clarity how they are essential. They are states, experiences, There are things we need to practice, yeah, they're actually skills we can develop, but they move us into a state of being from which the potentials are limitless, the possibilities become great, and your energy to move in the direction you want and to be in the state you want while you move in that direction is amazing, and just beautiful. So let's tap into each one a little bit, all right? Self-awareness. What I mean by self-awareness is that state of being that is you. We could call it your inner being, the real you, right? In a previous podcast, I talked a little bit about these two windows of time before you fall asleep and when you wake up, where you can experience your true self, your real self, without any labels, any labels of gender or ideology or belief or social function or any kind of category that you fit into or that you adopt or that others put on you, any of those things, in these two little windows of time, just before you fall asleep and right when you wake up, none of them exist, and you are truly in a state of Being That gets us into understanding what I mean by self-awareness. This is the self within, your true and real self, that is free from any limitations, from any negative labels or markers from you or others. It is a state that really begs the question about the depth of your being. For example, when we say self-aware, there's a couple ways to look at that. If I am being aware of myself, my thoughts cycling in my mind, my emotions moving in the depths of my being, my feelings that I'm experiencing consciously, my beliefs, my ideas. If I am aware of that, then who is that I that is aware of that? See what I mean? Is that a deep level of self, consciousness, mind, soul, spirit, the observer, right? Is it one and the same self being aware of the self in the real time as one reality? We can understand it from many different perspectives, actually. And reflecting on that takes you into a deeper state of self-awareness. As you move in that process, what becomes very uh, telling and incredibly empowering is that you experience a state where you are in a state of being and awareness that is non-reactive and that leads us to the second one but first let me say that that self-awareness the self that we're talking about when you tap into that you feel a release of stress anxiety, worry, fear. You feel those things melt away (laughs) in little and or great degree and you feel at peace, right? Now, you might not be able to define clearly in language again what that self is. And again, there's many ways to define what that is. Many traditions, many belief systems, many perspectives from science about that state of consciousness, what we call the self, what's important is for you to tap into that dynamic, that experience of that level of you. And when you do that, it moves you into a state of realizing, right, of being aware of being. And it moves you into non-reactivity. So really, self-awareness is the foundation of all of it. But let's look at non-reactivity. This is such an empowering state to experience. When you are in that state of non-reactivity, you immediately become aware that it's all about you in the best sense of the term. What I mean by that is you realize that you are in control of your thoughts of your feelings, of your responses, your reactions, you have perspective, right? And you you kind of extend that state of self-awareness into everything you view and experience throughout your day. And you realize that you can respond from a state of self-awareness, which is a state of non-reactivity. Now, it doesn't mean that you don't engage, or it doesn't mean you don't react to things, but we use that term because it's non-reactive. In other words, if it's reactive, the power actually lies outside of you, and you're just in a you know tennis game, ping pong match, right? But when you're in a state of non-reactivity, you have perspective. This is actually then an experience of psychological flexibility that we touched on briefly in a previous cast where the vantage point of self-awareness allows you to contemplate, even before contemplating different responses, you actually see the situation and feel the situation, whatever that might be. You see it and feel it differently, right? A reactive state is one that you just use the conditioned responses, right? Just like Pavlov's dog, with ringing the bell, giving a treat, and the dog salivating, just conditioning to a response, right? You realize that from a moment of taking a breath, before that neural pathway of a conditioned response triggers the biochemistry that gives the, you know, that brings up that emotional frame into your experience of feeling, and then responding based on that, you realize that, oh, if I move the timeline back, I'm actually a participant in all of this, and I can choose how I want to participate from a state of being, of self-awareness, one experience of of which is non-reactivity. Now, there's more about these, but let's move in. The um, the next one of having zero expectations of others is part and parcel of the empowering experience of having self-awareness and non-reactivity it also gives us keen insight into why we do what we do, why we say what we say, because it's very nuanced, very subtle. Many of the things we say and do are actually in order to fulfill an expectation we have. Now, it's, it's not, you know, usually a negative ulterior motive that a person has. No. It's a conditioned way of behaving that is just a response of the neural networks we have in our brain and being that naturally we just kind of flow with saying this or doing this. But if we look deeply, we see that most often there's an expectation underlying that, pushing us, compelling us to take that little action. Now, you'd be surprised, or maybe not once you think about it, those innocent uh, kinds of uh, behavior, where we say something, do something, to get a kind of underlying response, which is, our, which is our expectation, right? Those often lead to conflict or the fulfillment we get is not really satisfying. It's kind of like eating empty calories, right? So zero expectations actually then gives a deeper perspective about how we engage the world, every human being, every uh, exchange and interaction. And this then, you know, one way of understanding all of this so far is being in a state of mindfulness, right? Thoughtfulness, mindfulness, self-awareness, right? Let's keep going. When we start to have these experiences, we very much, much more easily become thankful. We have gratitude more and more. Why? Because we become so aware of all all of the amazing aspects of life and simply being alive, even in conditions that we want to move out of, okay, you become more easily thankful and grateful for all things you have that you're able to do. Now, of course, we want to grow and develop and move out of situations we don't want to be in, right? But Becoming full of thankfulness for all of the good things you are and have empowers you to actually create that which you have in your heart and mind, that which you have in your vision, that which you can maybe just faintly see on the horizon. But becoming thankful helps you to move out of a state of wishing or hoping into one of seeing it more clearly expecting that this will happen in your life. Now, that's not zero expectations. That's that's of others, right? This is expectation of you, yourself, in your life and vision. So you can move from hoping and wishing into believing that it will be, into expecting it. And each one of these has a different energy with it. You could feel that if you follow along with me here. From expectation that it will be, you can move into knowing it will be right then you can take it to the last level in that space of mindfulness of self-awareness of clarity and contemplation you can experience that and let your body and being all of your brain and being know experience it as real and this is one of the powers that brings us full circle back to music and meditation Moving from self-awareness into non-reactivity and the others, having these five things, right? Self-awareness, non-reactivity, zero expectations of others, thankfulness and gratitude, and forgiveness. Music and meditation help then to deepen that vision that you have in mind and heart for your life. And so the last bit about forgiveness This is another incredibly empowering experience and state to have and to incorporate into your life. So moving across these four domains and experiences into forgiveness, then we see that forgiveness again is something within you that you have the power to employ to deploy that forgiveness is something that no one can take from you and no one can give to you it is within you now it's a all of these actually are deep uh, and beautiful topics and when we employ them effectively in large part it has to do with really understanding the specific landscape, you know, heart and mind, body and being scape of the person, right? So um, in this format on the podcast, speaking more generally and about principle and employing them, I just want to uh, be clear that this is only scratching the surface of these very empowering uh, aspects of life, these states and these practices, You can feel it clearly when we start to talk about forgiveness, right? That employing forgiveness, experiencing it, is really going to be highly individualized. So we can't really get into it specifically. Every case is unique. Every context must be considered. So working with people individually is a great joy and that's where so many insights and breakthroughs come and so i encourage you in your own experience of these five things to share with others about them and as you do allow people to share their own understanding and experience freely right because when you're in a state of self-awareness right non-reactivity it becomes very enriching for your own understanding. It's very freeing and empowering for another person to share when there is non-judgment, non-reactivity, a state of presence and being. Right? Mm, it's wonderful. So, bringing it full circle again, the the power of music and meditation is that when you link in a morning and evening practice of music meditation and even if you were to consider in a simple way now again this is an example that is best done individually okay to apply the power of music and meditation sound and your voice and all of it incorporating it into your life's practice is a highly individual experience right but i'd still like to share some things in generalities here when you incorporate music meditation with these five aspects self awareness, non reactivity, zero expectations of others, right? Thankfulness and gratitude, forgiveness you could even remind yourself of these five things while you are embodying the sound of your own voice or listening to some music, and you can even drop into your mind state a problem or something you want to uh, resolve, an issue that you haven't been able to resolve yet. As you tap into your own state of being and self-awareness and allow your mind and heart to turn toward that issue, oh, now it's very different. <laughs> you actually are having a different perspective. Yeah. And from that state, a resolution becomes evident. From that resolution, your thankfulness increases and often you experience some forgiveness, depending, of course, on the situation. So I hope this is serving you well. I hope you're feeling the uh, great power in these aspects of life that we can continue to explore and how your practice of music and meditation can help you to deepen on these, not only in your understanding, but in your experience of these. All right, so everyone, take care. I'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to me directly um, at my email, ben at bencohen.com. That's B-E-N at B-E-N-K-O-E-N dot com. And would love to hear from you anything you'd like me to cover go deeper into some area Um, love to hear your comments and feedback so until then i'm going to be working on making this uh, regular and trying to find the best time to get it out to everyone and uh, wishing you all the best lots of love health peace and vitality and as always sound health